Well, very warm greetings to you, my dear friends in Uganda. This is Pastor Brad Abley with the Heart After God Bible Teaching Ministry, a ministry that is designed to take you deeper into the Word of God. Mukama Wulungi Amina Katonda Akwagala Tatawo Owomugulu Owomugulu Akwagala Amina Hallelujah. Well, I just greet you in the name of Jesus, and I am so glad to be able to be with you yet again. Now, my friends, we are about to begin a brand new series. I know that I'm not going to finish 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I apologize for that. But it has just been on my heart to start this new series. And the new series is called How to Have a Mighty Foundation in Your Life. How to Have a Mighty Foundation in Your Life. Now, this series is going to be huge in terms of discipling new believers and young believers. And so, for those of you who have been walking with the Lord, this series is designed to sharpen your ability to disciple the next generation, to teach children, to teach teenagers, um, again, to teach new believers, to, to lay a strong foundation in the lives of believers. But let me just say this as well. This series is going to bless those of you who are leaders in the church, those of you who have been believers for many years. I know, my friends, that the Holy Spirit is going to use this series to stir you, to refresh you, to deepen you, and to strengthen you. And so I know I didn't announce that I was going to do a new series last week, but please let people know. Please get the word out uh, to church leaders and to other believers that we're starting a brand new series. Again, the name of the series is How to Have a Mighty Foundation. Now, before we get into the message, uh, before we open up the Word, I need to just share something with you from my heart, and then we will pray. Uh, and I, I'm sharing it with you not, not to get sympathy, um, not for any other reason than I just feel I've, I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit is leading me to share this with you so that you can pray for me. My, I need more prayer. I, my wife needs more prayer. And our team in the studio needs more prayer. But for me personally, um, let me just say to you that I have had very severe back pain um, twice now in this past month or so. Now, that's on top of 
I think it was about a month ago, having COVID. And I noticed even today that I feel like I'm I'm getting shortness of breath too easily. Well, the back pain is so severe that it, it, um, what am I trying to say? It uh, drains my strength and my energy. And then I experience depression and discouragement. And then there are I, just the spiritual warfare that I go through is, is sometimes overwhelming. And, and this isn't the first time, but I'm appealing to you earnestly, my friends. Please, please pray for us. Take authority against all these things that are coming against me and do battle. Uh, against the powers of darkness, against curses and hexes and spells, and take your stand for us, because this is a reminder that we are all in this together. And as I mentioned last week, it's the doers of the Word of God that are blessed, not the hearers, okay? Now, before I get into the message, I want to build your faith by quoting to you uh, three of my favorite verses in Scripture that, that speak about the confidence that we can have in prayer. So, are you ready? The first one is from Psalm uh, chapter 4, verse Three, I think, I think it's you call it Zaburi, uh, uh, Zaburi, uh, chapter four, verse three, and it says this: "But know that the Lord has set apart the godly man for Himself. The Lord hears me when I call to Him." <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Let me say it again. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly man or the godly woman for himself. The Lord hears me when I call to him. Now, would you say that with me out loud? Let's turn this verse around in, in prayer. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. So would you say these words with me? Heavenly Father, say these words, Heavenly Father, thank you that your word tells me that you have set me apart for yourself and you hear me when I call. To you. <laughs> Amina, Chewanisa, Amina. And then David also says this in Psalm 116, verses 1 through 2. Here's what he says I love the Lord because he hears my voice 
and my supplications. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. Oh, my friends, isn't that absolutely beautiful? I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I shall call upon him as long as I live. Now, I probably should have explained that word uh, supplications in English. That word in Hebrew is simply a request for God to be gracious to David. That's what that's what he that's what the word means. Be gracious to me. All right, let's turn that around in prayer. Let's personalize the word of God. And and when we do that, my friends, it just the word of God becomes so much richer. All right, are you ready? Let's pray to the Father. Father, are you are you repeating after me? Father, I love you. Because you hear my voice and my cries for you to be gracious to me. Because you incline your ear to me, therefore I will call upon you as long as I live. Isn't that amazing? All right, let's pray now for the rest of our time. Uh, would you join me and, and please agree with me in Jesus' name, all right? Heavenly Father, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in, in the lives of every single listener, men, women, young people, and children. Ruin us for the things of this world. Ruin us for the things of this world and ignite our hearts to be on fire for you. Ignite our hearts to be on fire for you and to love you with all of our heart mind, soul, and strength. And now, Father, we pray that you, that we would produce through your work in us, Holy Spirit, that we would produce great fruit for your namesake, presently and eternally. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, again, this is the first message in our new series called How to Have a Mighty Foundation. And the first message is this, knowing God, the greatest gift of all, part one. Knowing God is the greatest gift of all, part one. Now, my friends, I'm sure that many of you would, would agree with me. 
that the greatest gift that any human being could ever have, and in fact, the most expensive or priceless gift, is in a personal knowledge of God. Maybe I should say a growing personal knowledge of God. The greatest gift that any human being could ever have, let me just say, it is not wealth and it's not fame. Those are the things that the world seeks after. But let me just say this. When you look at the whole world, there are really only very few rich people and there are very few famous people. And the truth is that most of those people are miserable. But the happy man, the happy woman, the joyful, fulfilled man, woman, or young person is the one who can say that I am grateful to have a relationship with God. Now, my friends, not everyone in the world is rich or, or famous. But one thing I know, God is available to every human being on the planet to reveal himself to you. And he is available for us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and throughout eternity. Throughout eternity. Hallelujah. My friends, do you know that the Bible has placed the highest priority in life on knowing God? Now, I have been a Christian since 1981. That's more than 40 years. And I can attest to the truth of Scripture that knowing God has been the greatest joy of my life. <laughs> and there is so much more to know about him. How do we know God? The first way that we come to know God is through his word. Now, I want to share with you a number of different verses that speak about the importance of knowing him. And the first one is from Jeremiah chapter 9 and verses 23 through 24. Jeremiah is just after Isaiah. Isaiah's the Psalms and Isaiah are my two my two favorite books of the Old Testament for sure. Jeremiah chapter 9 and verses 23 through 24 and here is what Yahweh says through Jeremiah. Thus says Yahweh, let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches. 
But let him who boasts, boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am Yahweh who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for I delight in these things. Who is God? He is the one who perfectly exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, and he delights in all three of those things. Now, I have said many times in these broadcasts, and I, I'm going to say it again, in my opinion, having studied the Hebrew Old Testament and the Greek New Testament since 1990 very intensely, I still have not found a more important word in the entire Bible, Old Testament or New Testament, than this Hebrew word, which in English is translated loving kindness. Here's the word. The word is chesed. You want to say that with me? Chesed. Now you know a little bit of Hebrew. It's spelled H-E-S-E-D. And it has seven different meanings. That tells you a lot about the power of this word. Number one, the word means covenant loyalty. That means that in knowing God, we can be secure that he is loyal in his covenant with us, which is the new covenant. We can depend upon God being loyal to us. The word can also be translated steadfast love, my friends. Steadfast love is his infinite, perfect love for us, and it means that we can count on that love. God never fails in his love toward us. Never. Number three, it means devotion. Our God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is perfectly devoted to us. He never falls short, ever. Chesed means mercy. Hallelujah. None of us could know him apart from his mercy through Christ Jesus. Chesed can be translated faithfulness. Our God is perfectly faithful to us, always, never fails. I'm telling you, this word is very powerful. Number six, the word chesed can mean favor. God extends his favor toward you and to me. And then number seven, loving kindness. That speaks of how tenderhearted God is to us. 
Now, why is that word so important? Because it it reveals to you and to me who he is. And so in how to know God, how, how can we know him? How can we apply this powerful word to our lives and therefore have a mighty foundation? Simply by telling him. Simply by thanking him. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, Romans 10, 17. So what I'm going to do throughout this series is I'm going to teach you how to take the word of God and turn it around and pray it. And that will renew our minds. It will draw us closer to him and it will build our faith and it will encourage us. And so let's pray together now and say these words. Heavenly Father, thank you for your chesed to me. Thank you, Father, that you are steadfast in your love towards me. That you are loyal in your covenant with me. Webale Sable, that you are faithful to me. Hallelujah. Webale Sable, that you are devoted to me perfectly. Webale Sable, that in you I have mercy. That you grant me your favor. I need your favor. For your loving kindness to me. You are perfect, infinite love and kind towards me. And I thank you for these things. In Jesus' name, and I rejoice in your goodness to me. Now, you see, my friends, I can even sense the joy of some of you, probably many of you, in just interacting with the Word of God because it is so powerful, because it is so joyful. And even right now, at this very moment, What the Holy Spirit is doing in us is he is laying a mighty foundation. Now, I promise you, you teach new believers this. You teach uh, men, women, and and young people and children these truths. It will change them. It will strengthen your church. You preach these things. People are going to come alive. Why? Because God knows that in our innermost being, we need to know these things. And in fact, we long for these things. This is what I'm trying to accomplish when we speak about having a mighty foundation and knowing our God. 
Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to stop there because I see my time is already running short. Ah, oh, these broadcasts go by way too fast for me. I don't know about you, but but I feel like I'm just getting going sometimes, and then I only have a few more minutes left in the broadcast. But I want to come now to what I think is the most important part of this broadcast. And I want to say to you who don't have a relationship with Jesus, that you can know him right this moment, my friends, if you will humble yourself and repent of your sin. And I want to pray for you right now, for you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I'd like you to pray with me right now these words, Lord Jesus Christ, pray with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Take my life, Lord Jesus, and use it for your glory. And I will live for you. And I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, that you have forgiven me of my sin and given me eternal life. Now, let me pray for many of those right now. I, The Lord is delivering people from demonic powers right now in the name of Jesus. You tormenting spirits, be gone from these people in the name of Jesus. You sexual perverted spirits, the Lord rebuke you. Get out right now in the name of Jesus. You confusing spirits, the Lord rebuke you. Be gone from these people in Jesus' name. You spirits of fear, be gone in the name of Jesus. Tormenting spirits, we bind your powers over the people in the name of Jesus. The Lord is, is delivering young children from demonic powers right now in Jesus' name. The Lord is breaking the back of strongholds over towns and over families, breaking the power of drunkenness and alcoholism, breaking the power of violence of men against women in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's moving by his power. Be healed of your afflictions in the name of Jesus. The Lord is touching people and healing you of all kinds of sickness and disease right now. Give him the glory. He's the healer. I'm not. I just get the joy of partnering with him and serving him. Let him receive the glory. Hallelujah. The Lord is opening uh, someone's left eye. You haven't been able to see out of this. Give him thanks and praise and call in and let us know what's happening. Others, if you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, either in this broadcast or in any other broadcast, call the number and let us know about it so that we can celebrate with you. The Lord is providing financially 
for many that have been crying out. The Lord is protecting many women during your pregnancy. Be healed and protected in the name of Jesus. I take authority over fear in, in, in giving childbirth. The Lord is humbling uh, husbands right now in Jesus' name to give them his love for their wives. And what I want you to do, sir, my brothers, is confess your sin the way you have treated your wife and ask her for forgiveness and, and seek God the Father in how to treat your wife and your children. The Lord is revealing the importance of humility in, in this to the people that, that are listening to this broadcast, especially church leaders. Remember, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And you're most like Jesus when you walk in humility. Thank you, Lord, for doing all these things and far more than we can ask or imagine. Well, my friends, until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen.